morning, everybody. Welcome to my first ever podcast. In this podcast, I'm going to be talking about sports, current news, and things my guests would like to talk about. I am doing this podcast for fun, but would also like to entertain you guys, entertain you guys so you're excited for the next podcast. And without any more discussion, let's hang with Hillary. And will you guys please give a warm welcome to my dad. Thank you, Hillary. How are you guys doing today? I'm Hillary's dad, Curtis. You may hear some kind of accent. I'm from England, Newcastle to be exact, a Geordie and a Newcastle United supporter. segments. They will be based on soccer because of my guest. Our first segment is about the Italy win over England and our opinion on the PKs and how they should have been handled. Our sec- The second is the Premier League per- placement predictions. And then the third one is will Harry Kane leave Tottenham? Moving on to our very first segment, which is going to be about the Italy win over England, like I just said in the segment rundown. Um, Dad, do you think the players, Jaden Sancho, Marcus Rashford, and Bukayo Saka, deserve the backlash? No, I don't think they do, personally. I mean, they were brave enough to step up to the penalties and, you know, take those PKs, so I don't think they deserve any of the backlash. Well, I kind of, I understand where you're coming from, and I also agree that they do not deserve the backlash, but maybe it's... Do you think they wanted to take those penalties to kind of, I don't know, show the world that they can play soccer? Well, you've got to realize they're all still young boys, you know, 17, 18. So, you know, maybe they, you know, they thought that this was an opportunity for them maybe to, you know, impress the manager some more. Or, you know, maybe others within the team, you know, didn't step up. So it's, you know, it's interesting to see and then the second question that I have is, do you think Gareth Kate, Gareth Southgate should have chosen some more senior players? Or do you think, like you said, they didn't step up to the plate? Interesting, because I think prior to the game, obviously the, in training they would have determined who was going to take the PKs. So maybe during training, as they were practicing the PKs, these three young boys were you know, getting the shots off and getting them in and scoring the PKs. So maybe... They thought, yeah, we, you know, we're up to this. But once you get in front of a big crowd and you know the pressure's on you, right, right, then it's a little bit different because you know you because you can't you start... zone out like you do in practice, like get your head in the game almost. But it's, I have to think that it's so so much pressure. It's your country, and then being on Twitter and seeing all these people being racist towards you, and. But just because you missed a penalty, I mean, this is far for England to come. I didn't think they'd make it this far. Um, but I think them winning it could have been a better step. Mm-hmm. Football's coming home. But I also think that they should be happy for where they've gotten. Oh, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm very happy that we got to the final. This is the furthest we've ever got. And in regard to the backlash over, you know, the racist comments the players have gotten, you know, there's no room in football racism no room for racism that's right and so to me a real soccer fan or football fan you know wouldn't go down that path so 
to me, those that are you know putting up the racist abuse to the players aren't football football supporters in the sense they're just wanting to stir things up a bit. I I, I can a hundred percent agree with that. Or um. So I think we've already covered number three, so then we can move on to the second segment. Okay. And our second segment, which is going to be a little longer, but I think we both of us are really going to enjoy it. Yes. Um, uh, it's our so. Premier League predictions and the placements in which the teams will come in. Um, I've personally looked forward to this one just because I like the Premier League and Man City, of course, my favorite team. So obviously, I think Man City is going to come in first. And before you guys call me a bandwagon, I like Kevin De Bruyne. Kevin De Bruyne is my favorite player because he's a central attacking mid like me. And I just support the color, or not the color, the team. And white blue is one of my favorite colors. <laughs> Sounds good. Okay, so first place, like I said, I said Man City. Um, I think Leicester is going to come second. I think Man City is going to come a little like farther away like they have in the previous seasons. But I think Leicester is going to have a solid um, solid chance over third place, which I think is going to be Chelsea. Um, Chelsea has a strong team, but didn't you say Timo Werner was leaving? Yeah, possibly. I read, on, read online that he may be looking for a move away. Since he hasn't been overly successful at uh, Chelsea finding the goals, so <laughs> Turbo Timo. <laughs> Turbo Timo, yeah. So um, we shall see. Yeah, right. Okay. Um, fourth place, I think, is going to be Arsenal. I think Chelsea and Arsenal are just those teams that have been stationary for a long time. I mean, they always keep in at least the top ten and are always just both solid teams. But I think fifth place is going to be Man U. I think they. Have had some better seasons in the past, but I just not sure. I think a lot of um, with Man United, you know, coming with um, their coach, he's made a lot of progress. So I think they're going to be pretty strong this season. So it'll be interesting to see. Yes, yes, I agree. Now you can do your top five. Okay, <clears throat> well, once again, leading off with my top five, I'm going to go with Man City. Let's obviously, go. obviously with Pep Guardiola, he's just—I mean—he's been fantastic. And I know the team has deep pockets, so they've been able to uh, you know, buy a lot of players. So Although Sergio Aguero has left and went to Barcelona, and Gabriel Jesus, what team is he going to go to? He could possibly be going, uh, leaving and going out of the country, so I'm not to sure Juventus, which... possibly? Possibly Juventus. But anyway, I'm going to go with Man City first. Then I'm actually going to bring in Chelsea second. The reason for this is uh, Tommy Tuchel has done a really good job with uh, Chelsea, so I think they're going to be firing on all cylinders uh, this coming season now that he's had a full uh, you know, full season with them. Okay. Then in third, I'm going to go with Liverpool. Obviously, Jurgen Klopp has done a good job with Liverpool. You know, They had some shortcomings in the past season, but I think they may make some uh, moves in the transfer market to uh, you know, shore up the team a little bit more. So... I definitely think I think they may be in third. I think they also do have great potential. Yes. And then fourth, I'm going to go with Man United. I mean, once again, with their, uh, with their coach, they've been making really good progress. And they've been winning a lot of games. So I think they're going to be pretty strong this season. And then in my fifth spot, I'm going to go with Leicester City. Yeah, Brendan Rodgers has done a really good job with Leicester City. And, you know, they came off the FA Cup win last season. 
So I think they're going to be. Yeah, I think they're going to be up there. They're a good. They're a good team. They've got some good players. So I definitely think they'll be up there. Okay, so let's do the bottom five. I guess you could say, but not really bottom five. Just I'd say six through ten. Um, like you said, I mean, I think Liverpool. Um, it's a strong team, and what Jurgen Klopp has done with them has been decent and pretty amazing at bat. Um, so Liverpool is going to be my sixth place spot obviously um and then i think everton is gonna do is gonna do just that but possibly even better than liverpool i don't know i'm putting him putting them at seventh but i think with jordan pickford and the euros jordan Pick, pickford letting in only two goals i think that's just amazing mm -hmm. and then five clean sheets i think i saw um i think he's an amazing goalie but i think for charleston uh, Rodriguez. I think they are younger players, but have the potential to be maybe not as big as Messi and Ronaldo, but be, but have a lot of respect under their name. Um, and then I think Leeds United. Um, I think Calvin Phillips really showed his potential in the Euro 2020s that were presented this year. Um, I'm not sure around the rest of the team. I've only really seen Calvin Phillips play. But I think in the next slot, which I think is eighth, I'm going to say eighth, um, I'm going to put Tottenham. Um, and Tottenham have a new manager this year who was the um, old manager of Wolves. So it'll be interesting to see how they do under his um, stewardship this season. Compared to Jose Mourinho. Right. Um, didn't he leave mid-season, or did he get He was fired. fired. Yeah, Jose oh. was uh, fired, so obviously they brought in, you know, so they had a temporary manager, and now they brought in a full-time manager. So it would be interested to see how he sets up the Tottenham team this season, and if they are going to make any uh, buys in the uh, in the off-season. In the transfer market. Yes. Um, then I'm going to put Watford. Um, I'm not, was Watford's been up, was it Wolves that came up, or Watford that came up? I don't know. Okay, that's what we're going to go with. I'm not sure which one. But um, I think Watford's going to be a strong team. I don't know all the players necessarily, but I think they did pretty well in the last couple of seasons. I'm not sure if they were in the um, championship or then again if they were in the um, Premier League. But if they were in the championship moving up, you have to beat some pretty good teams in my opinion to be able to move up oh yeah i think um you know the championship's a pretty tough league in itself so you know for the players to you know they you know come up to the premier league i think they'll probably have some good good impetus off the at the beginning of the season it'll be interesting to see how they how it plays out for the full season you know they won't they don't have big name players but you know they usually have hard working players and just similar to how Leeds are, I suspect Watford will be a similar team to Leeds. Leeds don't have a lot of big name players, but they are they, they play a certain way and they play hard and they play physical, and that can break down some of these uh, teams that have some of these multi multi million dollar players on them. Right, um, but I think for my what is it, tenth or tenth or possibly eleventh? I'm not quite sure. Um, I think I'm going to go with Newcastle. Um, Newcastle has been 
in a weird predicament over the last couple of years, going up, down, and even almost last year going down to the championship, but getting enough points to stay up. Um, I think, who was the person on loan that was, like, one of their, like, main starting players? Willick? Joe Willick? Yeah, he, he, he was great there, and I think he really had good chemistry with his teammates at Newcastle United, but sadly I think he's gone back to Arsenal. I think their loan was up. But I think Almiron, John Joe Shelby, I think John Joe Shelby's getting, he's learning to play more with the team because some new people have been coming up and stepping up to the plate. But I think John Joe Shelby is a good player. But like everybody, they I think can he has. A, I think he has. He has good vision on the field. He can place those long balls from the midfield, you know, out to the wing. And then we've got you know Alan Saint Maximum, who is a really good player. He's got you know he's fast. He's got a lot of skills in his uh, at his feet. So I think he you know he is definitely a good player, and he makes it you know he makes a difference when he's on the field for uh, for Newcastle. Great, great. Um, would you like to do your six through ten? Thanks, Hilary. Here's my second um, six through ten teams. In sixth, I've got Arsenal again. I think <laughs> they they may be um, they may be up there. And so you know they've got their coach uh, Mikel Arteta. So I think he is you know he's been a um, he's following the footsteps of uh, you know like Pep Guardiola. So we'll see how you know this season bears out for him. And how his game plan comes together. So that's who I've got in sixth. In seventh, I've got Aston Villa. I think you know they they did well last season. Hardy team, you know, don't have a lot of big name players, but they you know they still seem to get the job done week in and week out. Um, obviously, as we talked about, you know, Tottenham have a new manager, so I think you know the tactics and bringing in some new players this season will help them. So. I, Gonna have them up in eighth, and then <clears throat> again Leeds United. They're a hardy team, so I've got those those guys in ninth, and then Everton. I've got in tenth. So there we go. Okay, so now I'm gonna do my. Um, I just counted over my um, first ten, and I realized Newcastle was eleventh. <laughs> So I'm only going to have four teams in this part of mine. So I think Wolves, I personally think Wolves is going to be coming in 12th. Like I said, Newcastle is going to be in 11th, in my opinion. Um, Wolves is a strong team. Um, then again, I'm not sure who came up, Wolves or Watford. But last, maybe if it was wolves that went down i remember they had a strong season a couple years ago if they were the team that went down i think it was i think it was watford that was the team that came up watford okay um then watford um had a strong season but um like i said he was in my top 10 well they were in my top 10 um some of the um more popular not really more popular but well known teams like west ham I think um, are going to be in my um, 13th spot, actually. Um, I think West Ham, you know, with Jesse Lingard. Um, right. Who? There's 
another famous player that I can't remember. Okay, but we're going to go with Jesse Lingard. I mean, he carried them a lot last season. After Was he traded or sold? Yeah, I think he was. He came over from Manchester United, so... Right. And I think um, he did really well at... Uh, I, I, I really agree. I think he he has a standard for himself, but I think being now with West Ham, maybe that caused him to maybe not be one of the, like, more, like, have... I can't really talk right now, but have more of a chance to being used for the Euros or possibly the... Possibly. Um, the but the World know, Cup. Yeah, there's, there's so many players get taken to the Euros, it's hard to often get everybody you know playing so once a manager gets uh, you know a team set up sometimes he tries to you know he stays with those players and then introduces players as he sees the game you know play out as they say so right right so I think in my 14th spot I'm going to go with Aston Villa um I'm not really a Villa fan I mean I'm not really watching any of their games in particularly unless it's um Man City or a Newcastle game because those are the games that are often played because of my dad and I's teams. But I think Villa is going to come in, what was that, 14th? Yeah, 14th. In 15th, I'm going to have um, Crystal Palace. I think, is it Zaha? Zaha? Um, he's a very strong player. Um, I remember in my first soccer game that I had on my dad's phone, Zaha was my favorite player just because he was fast. <laughs> so, um, I mean, I've always kind of liked Crystal Palace. And their jerseys are kind of cool, too, if I do say so. Yeah. But um, your turn for your um, 11 through 15. All right, here we're going to go with my number 10 spot is Southampton. And then, <clears throat> of course, my hometown team is... Newcastle, and then I'm going to go with uh, Brighton mm -hmm. in my 13th spot, and then Aston Villa in 14th. Okay, so similar to what I have. If sure. I think that's actually the same. Okay, and then Watford, and then Crystal Palace. Okay, so, okay, yeah. So Crystal Palace, like I said, is a strong team, and I supported them for a while. Um, do you have any reasoning behind of your Newcastle placement, Brighton, possibly? Because uh, I put them a little lower on my list. Okay. No, and just based on, you know, the season last year and, you know, for, for Newcastle, we often skirt with, um, around, you know, with the relegation zone. Right. We, we always seem to just pull it out at the last couple just of games and pull ourselves I mean, up out of that. I mean, last year they so. were only, what, five points from being relegated? Right. So I think that, like um, you said, is their floaters, I guess you could say. Sure. But any um, context on uh, Southampton, possibly, or Brighton? Because in later, if you see um, over here, Brighton's the last on my list. Well, I mean, Brighton were, you know, in a similar boat to Newcastle. They were, you know, floating around the relegation zone, but they managed to you know, pull out those wins when they needed to and got themselves out of it, you know, the relegation zone. So right. I think Newcastle and Brighton will be similar, you know, within a couple of points of each other on the table. Okay. Um, I think for my 16th or 20th teams, some of the maybe not as known teams, 
Um, for example, for my 16th, I'm going to be using, well, not using, um, I'm going to have Southampton. I think Southampton's a pretty solid team, but I think compared to the other teams in the league, they just aren't as good. Although I think they would win more games in the um, championship, I think they're maybe possibly a little more comfortable where they are. Mm-hmm. In my opinion, for 16th, um, Burnley, I'm going to use for 17th. Um, I haven't really watched a lot of Burnley's games, but just from the the placement last season, I'm not sure what they came in. But they didn't rank high enough for me to think maybe they'll have like a great season next season or possibly something better. Like, I don't think they have... I mean, they possibly may have potential to make it to top 10, but from what their um, games have been like for a while, I, I don't think so. You know, you don't see it that way. Right, right. Um, and then for 18th, yeah, 18th, I'm going to put Norwich City. I haven't really seen them play a lot, but I think I, I just... Yeah, I mean, once again, it's it's hard for some of these teams that come up from the championship and they're in the Premier League for a, you know a season, and you know with the with the amount of money that's being spent, you have to spend money to stay in the Premier League. Right. So, if you don't have like tough. a player that's at least a solid player, but then you have to have players to back them up as well, mm. and I think Norwich City just. I don't think has that potential. So I have them getting relegated down as 18th place. Mm-hmm. Um, but then again, I have Brentford as 19th. I've never seen Brentford play. Um, I don't watch the Premiership. Oh, the Championship. Or not, oh, sorry, the Championship. I get them mixed up sometimes. Mm-hmm. But I haven't seen Brentford play, so I don't know. But compared to some of the other teams, I don't think they're going to be as good. But for 20th, I'm going to say Brighton. Um, same thing with Norwich. I think they need more players to back up. Maybe they're attacking, mm-hmm. um, their center attacking mids, their cams. But I think overall, I think they're definitely going to be relegated, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, it's interesting. Uh, you've got some uh, interesting, interesting, uh, mixed feelings. <laughs> <laughs> interesting uh, list there. As you say, we'll just. You know, going from mine 16 to 20, I had just, you know, West Ham. Then I had coming down there into Wolves. Jesse. And then Brentford, down to Burnley, and then obviously last Norwich. Norwich. So my, you know, teams for relegation would likely be Brentford, Burnley, and uh, Norwich City. So as you say, you know, these are, these are our predictions for this season. It'll be interesting to see how it plays out. Right, and you know, I'm going to take a picture of these just in case I get lucky and maybe one of us are spot on. Yep, it'll be interesting to see as the season plays out how the teams you know, move up and down the, uh, the Premier League and then, mm-hmm. as you say, come the end of the season, we can see where we stacked up against our um, and see if we were predictions at the right. beginning of this season. So looking forward to you know, the start of the season. Um, coming up, you know, not very long, a couple of weeks, and the Premier League will be starting. So right, right. Um, I'm excited to see um, the some of the new teams play and just see how it all plays out. Right. <laughs> We're moving on to segment three. Um, this will be 
probably one of the shorter um, segments of the podcast. Um, um, Dad, do you think Harry Kane will leave Tottenham? Because, I mean, or will like will he stay in the Premier League? Because there have been talks about him leaving Tottenham just because he's kind of been like carrying them, if you will, um, to stay in their place. I mean, Human Son. That's his name, right? Um, He's a a great addition to, I think, Harry Kane. But I think, like what happened in the Euros, I think there were good players to support Harry Kane, like Phil Foden. Although he didn't get very much playing time, he still worked really well with Harry Kane, along with Sancho, who didn't get too many games in. But I feel like they had good chemistry. Yeah, and in in regard to Harry, I think... You know, he's been with Tottenham, you know, for such a long time and they really haven't won any silverware. And I think, you know, he's, he's getting, you know, a little bit older in his career and, you know, he definitely wants to get some silverware and be part of a, you know, a champion championship get a team. Trophy. trophy, get a medal, Premier League medal. I so, mean, to be fair, he did get a medal, a second place medal in the Euros, in the but Euros. obviously they could have done better. But I think, you know, he's wanting to, you know, be able to, you know, lift the Premier, you know, the Premier League Cup. So, you know, is he going to go to Man City? You know, will Tottenham let him go? You know, these are all things that are playing out right now in the in the news. So, it's going to be interesting if Man City do bring him on or. Well, since Aguero left and, like I said previously, went to Barcelona, um, do you think? Well. Because Aguero's obviously going to play very well with Messi and possibly Griezmann because, I mean, Aguero has played with Messi before because of their Argentinian blood, as they say. But I think he possibly will... I think he'll stay where he is. Well, it's going to be interesting because, you know, Pep doesn't typically play an out-and-out striker. Sometimes he does with Aguero or using Gabriel Jesus. Right, it's like a mixed... A mix. It's like a lottery, you know. Right. I'll, I'll put in Jesus today. Oh, maybe I'll switch up the formation and put um, maybe a very like a center forward, two center forwards, or maybe a right striker, a left striker. But for Man City's positioning, I think Harry Kane would have to be the striker. I don't think he'd fit anywhere else. Right, and you know, as you saw him when he was playing for England, he would often drop back and, and be hold, like a center mid. And hold up the ball and then you know release that ball to other players. And let that center attacking mid run right. forward with the wings. Right. Um, um yeah, I think that's that segment. Um, and then we'll move on to the outro. Okay, sounds good. Thank you guys so so much for listening to my first podcast. Maybe you didn't listen to it all the way through, but depending on the different guests We'll talk about different things. Um, And if you want, you can follow this podcast and get notifications when I upload the next one. I'm not sure when this will come out, but in my next podcast, I'll give you guys my upload schedule. So thank you guys for listening, and I hope to see you next time. Bye. Bye!